Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 30 of the Nintendo Rama Podcast. 30 episodes! Let's get on with the show. We're back, Dave. Episode 30. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. We're doing well. 30 episodes, man. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. Definitely nice to see that 3-0 for sure. How you been? Uh, you know, you know, end of college is coming for the semester, so it's getting a little bit busier again. You know, exams, all of that good stuff. Right, haven't been right. playing as many games as I would like. I'm falling behind on uh, Dead by Daylight, so... Yeah. Are you ever really ahead? On Dead by Daylight? Sometimes I am. You know, I uh, get all the challenges done and do the rift, so usually I'm ahead. Sure. Sure. I haven't played much at all either, really. Took a little mini trip last week, so that was nice. Um, no. And now I'm back. I, um, I, I see that I, I see that you picked up a couple of new games though. Yeah, they were all there like when I came <laughs> back. Um, Magically, I got a Shimagami Tensei Five, the premium edition, which is really crazy and huge. Um, I I saw the pictures of that. It's 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 silly. Sling bag is nice, and the art book was cool, but yeah, it's just mm-hmm. large. Um, the Zelda game I watched, which is pretty nice you know it's like the mario one but has extra yeah. games um i did the unboxing for that and then i got an early christmas present being the brilliant diamond and shining pearls nintendo switch Lite, which is wild nice nice i'm in that finally, family of finally, two people yep finally part of the two uh, of the two switch group i didn't think i was gonna be here man but i'm here <laughs> um i also got Blue Reflection, Second Light, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, Crisis 2 Remastered, and Monster Crown, and some manga. We talked about most of those last week um, with Barry, but uh, yeah, I am excited to get into Xenoverse eventually. Maybe we can do some multiplayer. Maybe we can. We should, actually. Um, I, I myself, no new pickups. Like I said, I've been getting busy with college again, so uh, I you know put it in the back burner. Some games coming up at the end of this month that I want. And then, you know, the games that I still haven't been able to pick up because, you know, busy. <laughs> Are you going to get Shimagami Tensei? Um, I'm considering it, but I still haven't beaten 3 yet. So I don't want to have 5 in the house and not be able to play that while 3 is just wasting away in the shelf already. I mean, I haven't played. I haven't beat 3 at all. Not even close. So I'm just starting 5. And it literally feels like... Fantastic. And the cutscenes are gorgeous. The combat's really amazing. I honestly don't see why Persona can't be on the Switch right now because of how good this game is. I mean, I wanted to pick up a game last week, but I decided not to after it got some bad press. Um, Which one? The Grand Theft Auto Trilogy. I'm still getting it. Um, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. As I, as I mentioned, earlier, uh, I think two weeks ago, I picked up Sonic Colors Ultimate Edition after it got some patches, and it's still not a good game. Po- it's still a good game, but it's not a good port. It's still bad. It still runs bad. The frame rate still stutters on Switch, which... I don't think it's bad at all. I haven't had a bad time with it. I, I, I mean, I did beat it in one, um, one, one sitting, so... 
then you're more you know inclined to notice the smaller things so if you do like a one long session of five hours instead of all small parts divided over days but especially towards the end of the game when you get to like um, planet wisp and beyond it just starts to like slow down the frame rate starts to go um sometimes jumps the jump button just doesn't respond to anything you do and you fall into pits even though you push the button like a good half second before the uh, pit shows up all that good stuff um still no firework effects when you beat the game which is dumb i thought all of that was fixed with the patches but no and so that is when I heard the bad press for GTA, I was like, I am going to wait for a long time and hope it gets better. And if it does not, I will not pick this up. Fair enough. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm still getting the physical edition. Um, KOTOR just announced from Limited Run Games that they're doing their physical, so I'm going to get that. And that one, on the other hand, I'm, that one, on the other hand, I'm trying to still get today. Not the physical, but the digital. Yeah, I'm probably just going to get the physical because I have too much that I've gotten recently that I haven't started. So right, I, if I, I get the that. physical, it'll definitely buy me some time. Um, and then tomorrow, Premium Edition Games have their three pre-orders that we spoke about last week with uh, yes. Phonotopia, Awakening, Cathedral, and Mighty Fight Federation going live at 12 p.m. Eastern. So I have to pre-order those three. All of, th all of these three games are hype. Yeah, I'm going to get the retro edition for each one. Um, of course you are. I just like the boxes and like the content <laughs> that comes with it. There's no reason for me not to. Nice. And then we got the final art for all three of them, so they look good. It, it does look good. And I, I'm still surprised about the all the characters that are included in Mighty Fight Federation, such as Toe Gem and Earl and... Uh, yeah. What's, what's her name from Bloodstained and... I forgot her name too, but yeah, um, it is nice that they're doing all that. And then you have the people from, uh, oh god, Kunio Kun. Yeah, the Kunio franchise. Yes. Are you gonna yeah, grab any of these? Maybe digitally then. Oh, I'm considering it, it, if it's just digitally, I might consider grabbing all three of these. They all yeah, three. I figured good. you weren't gonna get physical on these. I was considering at least one of these, but I haven't decided which one yet. Probably, if any. Um, I would want the retro edition of Funatopia because, you know, Super Nintendo box and I have a weak spot. Right. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so I'll be doing that. And that's money that I'm losing again. <laughs> and then at the end of the week, I have uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl and Battlefield 2042, which I know is at Nintendo. And then, you know, Xbox decided today to drop Halo Infinite multiplayer. So uh, it's a good time. Good um, thing I don't have an Xbox. Yeah, it's crazy. Definitely going to be playing that too. So uh, a lot going on. Um, what did you think of this Fatal Frame made in a Blackwater adding a very easy difficulty option? You know what? I it, It's probably not for me, but I appreciate it all the more because, you know, not everybody always has the time or the ability to play the games on a higher difficulty or even on regular easy difficulty. It might not be, you know, accessible to everybody. So a very easy difficulty where it's like basically just walk through it and just see the story. You know, it, it, it's appreciated. Right. That's, that how, way you, that's pretty much how it, I'm thinking it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a bad thing. It's I, like I said, I appreciate it. Yeah, I 
I'm expecting this physical from PlayAsia at the end of the month. I don't know if you're planning on picking this up. I know you were at one point. I am still planning on doing it, but um, maybe not right now. They so, like, are... I said, like I said, a lot of stuff has come up. A lot of stuff. It's getting busy right now. A lot of stuff, you know. A lot of games are coming out as well that are still on my wish list. So it's, Too many. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's getting ridiculous again. And, you know, as, as we get closer to uh, the holidays, more and more games will be releasing because I was, I was looking at the upcoming games list. And at the end of this month, there's at least two of them that I was like, yeah, I want those. Right. Yeah, I already started Christmas shopping. I understand what you mean. Um, on top of this version 1.0.2 update with a very easy difficulty, they added that for people who want to enjoy the story safely. They added a, they alleviated an issue which caused cleared save data to be lost after application error. So that's nice. Um, they fixed various bugs, they fixed display issues, and corrected typographical errors and messages. Could you imagine, though, that you beat the game, because I'm assuming that, that means uh, cleared save data, you know, you, you cleared the game, and then you lose it after an application error, and you have to yeah, start like it all it just, over. It just closes? Oh, no thanks. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not sure if there's DLC or if it's included in the game, but it looks like there's... Um, what do you call it? Like content for the game as far as DLC, like uh, costumes and stuff. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But, but still. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if they're, if they're going to do more DLC for this because it's a very already definitive package considering the Wii U version. Except yeah. I, I think the Wii U version had some Nintendo content in it that this one does not have. So yeah, maybe, that's that's, maybe that might come at some point, but I highly doubt it. Doug Bowser also toting the Switch OLED as off to a solid start. Many units bought by pre-existing Switch owners. Um, in October, Nintendo sold 711,000 711, Switch consoles <laughs> across the U.S., with 314,000 of those being the OLED model. That's pretty good. Um, That's not bad. Yeah, and they say October this year is only 3% lower than what was sold last year, which is insane. So that just proves Switch is a powerhouse. And they think it's a solid start for the OLED. And then obviously we're going to have the holiday season and they're still trying to get more OLEDs out there in the wild because of, you know, I'm sure shipping delays and stuff don't help and manufacturing. Yeah, and, you know, that's still yeah, a real thing. I think I mentioned it last week that Nintendo had to drop production on Switch by 20%. Yep. And yeah... Especially it's right everywhere. Even the like the U.S. Postal Service is going to be yeah, suffering, like, so I'm trying to buy stuff early. But like right before the holidays is, of course, the worst time for that to happen. But on the other hand, everything that isn't produced yet, I don't know if it would have made it out by holidays anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm trying to get and, shopping done sooner than later. So I saw this the other day, and it's kind of related. People were asking about the Joy-Con in the in the Switch OLED if they were any different. Because, you know, Joy-Con Drift right. has been a thing for forever. And, uh, well, Doug Bowser said that, no, it uses the same technology, exactly the same components, everything. So, yeah, make up that, that statement what you will. They do have different... They do look like they changed the rails a little. I looked at, like, a lot of deep dives, I, and they do look different. But, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of okay, weird, so right? I, I still don't understand one thing, right? I am holding the... Uh, the Switch Pro controller here in my hand, also made by Nintendo. And it's solid. I have, like, maybe one-time drift that I could fix by, you know, with the adjustment thing. 
in yeah. the, the adjustment settings. The calibration stuff, yeah. The calibration settings. And it works fine. Why do we not have these sticks on the Switch on the itself? Why do, we, why do we have these weird sticks? Yeah, that's that... a good point, because I have had my Pro since day one and don't have any drift. Exactly. And my Pro controller has been working fine. And these are just all, you know, the same... I would almost say these are the same kind of sticks that they use in the Wii U. But no, the Switch, right. the, 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 the Joy-Con, they have like the weird ones with the flaps and all that. Why? Why can we not have these? The size is basically the same. Yeah, I, I mean, I have to assume whenever we get to Switch 2 territory in a few years now, hopefully we're still doing the show, that they're going to improve the joy, <laughs> joysticks and Joy-Cons and everything. I just Obviously. I don't see them not doing that. Um, Just like I don't think... They're not going to... I just think they're also going to keep the OLED screen as like a standard going forward and maybe phase out the regular Switch. Well, and that's also what they did with like, uh, you know, with, with, with um, DS and 3DS, you know. Yeah. Improvements of the previous model were always included in the next model. So, you know, how like um, DSi had stuff like internet, uh, easy internet, uh, uh, the eShop, um, I, I, did did DSI have virtual console? I don't remember, but it had cameras. It had all. It had bigger screens. All of that was brought. Yeah, that was the main appeal of the DSI was with the camera. Mm. And all of that stuff was brought over to the 3DS and more. So right. that's what I'm expecting. If there's, yeah. if they're gonna make a switch too, we'll get all that and more. And maybe we'll get Picto Chat back. Mm. Uh, don't bring back Picto Chat. Bring back um, Flipnote Studio. Bring back or add in. Um, you know, messaging within the switch. Eh, maybe everybody's on the phone nowadays, anyway. So why would you add messaging to a console? We need it. I uh, don't. Um, what do you think of this article with the GTA trilogy containing the hot coffee code? It's hilarious. Um, this makes everything even weirder with this entire game bundle, because obviously. If the original code is in there, that makes it seem more of a port than it was ever before. Like, like you know, it is weird that like... there's so many issues with this. I mean, I'm still getting it because I, I don't. I think it'll be okay in the long and, run, know, and they're gonna patch it. But like, it is know, so I've weird like, how many issues there are. I see like the graphics updates. So you know, yes, if it was just on Switch, then I could understand it. You know, I wouldn't appreciate it, but I could understand it. But this happens on PlayStation 5. The, the stuttering, the, the long load times, all of that happens yep. on PlayStation 5. It's just not optimized for anything. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I mean, the only good thing uh, so far, it seems, about this is that the graphic update is noticeable, but everything else makes it like it doesn't matter, essentially. So they, <laughs> left, they left in the cheat codes, right, from the original games? Which is awesome, but yeah. From the PlayStation 2. And um, I think it was Nintendo Life who had a video up recently about talking about the Grand Theft Auto Trilogy because it was so bad. And they added in the fog cheat code from Grand Theft Auto 3 that brings back all the fog from, you know, from GTA 3 and the shorter draw right. distance. And apparently the game, the, the frame rate and gameplay improves tremendously. That's so weird. That is so weird. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen the video. There's so much like pop-in and stuff that happens. It's not even funny. Even I, as somebody who... For the longest time, was okay with lesser graphics and pop in and all that. Even I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I can't deal with this. For those wondering, Hot Coffee is a 
It was is it in the code? It was found. This is from Twitter uh, by Vadim M, aka at National Pepper, and it's in the it's in the game's code. But there's no naked, semi-naked GF models, no hot coffee animations, and essentially what hot coffee was is it was like a hidden mini game that had a lot of mature content, aka you were pretty much just seeing nude characters. So it was weird, but. It cost them, I think, they, this article says $20 million for Take-Two. Yeah, 2009. Um, in 2009, because it was... Uh, I had a class-action lawsuit with the FTC over this whole, you know, mini-game inclusion. Because it essentially makes the game an A-rated game, um, and, which is hilarious. You know what the weird part about this is? So, what? this was in the... This, they discovered this in the PC version, right? Mm-hmm. Back in the day, and Rockstar was like, "Oh, it's it's somebody's custom code that they inserted," but yeah. then it turned out it was also in the PlayStation version, so obviously that wasn't true. Right? <laughs> yeah, they were just like but trying then, to cover it up. But then I think in later versions, like on mobile, it was taken out, and now it's back in. So what version did they port, and how did it become so terrible in the process? Well, it's also. Grove Street Games, who is handling this trilogy, so it's kind of like wondering what they're doing. But again, Rockstar greenlit it, so yeah. Then, that. then there's things like they took all other versions of the old games off of digital storefronts. So GTA 3, San Andreas, and Vice City, you can no longer buy separately. You can only buy them in this trilogy now. And I think they the actually way- put them back. I think I saw they put them back today. Ah, that must have happened today, and I didn't see that yet. Um, I, I, mean, I, like, weird... I could be wrong quoting, but and I think the... I saw on Twitter that they did that. Go ahead. I believe the other weird thing is, on Game Pass, you get San Andreas for free. Only yeah. San Andreas from the trilogy. Right. On PlayStation, you get Vice City or 3 for free, one of the two. But you cannot buy those three games from the trilogy separate. You can only buy them as the trilogy. Only yeah. in, through the Game Pass and PlayStation, you get the individuals for free. It's yeah, it is so, weird. There's so many weird choices made here by Rockstar. And then I mean, also, so they say it has updated gameplay to compare it to uh, Grand Theft Auto V. The controls, which, yeah. Which apparently also isn't true. It apparently still controls as the old games, and all they added is like a weapon me- radial menu. Yeah, the wheel. And that's it. The, re- the weapon wheel, and that's it. <laughs> that's the only thing they changed to make it more like GTA V. The CEO and owner, Tom Thomas Williamson, has said updates are on the way. What that means, who knows? That also means that the physicals are not going to probably have these updates on carts. You're going to have a patch regardless of whether you get it later or not. And, you know, it is what it is. They they say players with issues should contact Rockstar support, and they are looking into it. And, you know, I think in the long run, it'll be okay, probably. You know, Rockstar definitely has the money and they care too much about mm-hmm. like I think in my opinion their image more so as where Sega is just like oh here's content and we don't really care um, <laughs> to I think in the long run they'll update it but for the short run right now it's a little rough my yeah opinion. that's just what it is and the I, thing I think is, if it's... we revisit this, revisit this conversation in a year from now we'll have a totally different understanding and viewpoint well see here's the thing though with Grand Theft Auto right now it needs to be working now, because people are already looking forward to Grand Theft Auto 6. And if this patch is going to take too long to get through, a lot of people are already asking for refunds for this game. You know, 
Yeah, if but they've made so much money from through. five. I don't think it's going to really affect GTA no, no, Six. No, no, but to be honest. I'm, 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 I'm talking about this specific port. You know, if this port doesn't get fixed soon, people are like, "Yeah, we're going to wait until Six comes out anyway." Yeah, I mean, at the same time, I don't know if there's probably plenty of people who just didn't buy it because they didn't want to redo this and play through it. I mean, I partially, if there wasn't a physical, I wasn't going to buy this. I um, was, I was going to buy this. That's the point. I, I wasn't going to buy it if there wasn't a physical because, like, I was just going to wait for six and I have five on, like, four different consoles. I played these games to death back in the day, so I'm like, eh, it doesn't really bother me. That's why, like, I don't mind if it takes a bit to get patched. It is what it is. But, you know, See, some people I was don't really hot. want... I, I was really hyped for this. I love GTA 3. I wanted to go back to Liberty City, you know, and relive those childhood... Well, child, yeah, yeah, childhood memories, basically. And, and now I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I guess you're going to have to uh, load up the PS2. Uh, my PS2 is overseas. Or, uh, you know, figure out a way around it until they fix it. Uh, better get fixed soon. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't doubt it will not. I don't doubt that it will get fixed soon. I think it will be fine. We will see. Um... um other than that, we have some new releases, um, starting with X-Tech Mayhem, a League of Legends story. Oh, that's I actually don't hate this. I kind of like the art style. It's a platformer from League of Legends, and you receive an exclusive rune Zig skin, which is cool. Um, and yeah, it's basically a freestyle mayhem system, and you can grab bonus points, and there's you basically move to the beat of this music to avoid obstacles. So, okay, I don't hate the art style, but it reminds me very much of um, games like Tropical Freeze and um, The Impossible Air. Like, it, it's very similar. I like it, I think. Uh, you, I could put, you, could probably, you could probably put all three games next to each other in, like, certain scenes of, like, uh, um, a dock, you know, on the ocean, and you would, yeah. not be, you would almost not be able to tell the difference between the three. That's Maybe. how close they're starting to look together now. We also and, have you know, um, Bloodvein revamped and Bloodvein Blood 2 Rain? revamped. Blood Rain, yeah. Bloodvein is a different thing. Blood Rain thought... 1 and 2 revamped. <laughs> I thought this was an RPG, but that must be the newest Blood Rain game, right? That was an RPG? Um, the newest one went 2D and almost kind of like Castlevania. This one is a remake of the first two and it's and by remake i mean more of like a remaster basically it has right. updated graphics and cinematics and limited runs also doing a version of this well can't probably run worse than gta so it has got it has at least that going forward i was like this game you know you play as the <laughs> vampire chick with guns you're essentially playing as the like a chick like from underworld you know the vampire girl and nope i do not know all right well Whatever. Anyway, it also has improved <laughs> Reflections, Water, Fog, and Shadow, and you can play through both of them. Uh, these come out November 18th, respectively. I might grab the limited run version. Not sure yet. Nice. Um, and then on Friday, we have Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Pokemon Shining Pearl, both individually, and they have a dual pack, digital and physical. Uh -huh. A bunch of places have different physical pre-order bonuses, depending on where you get. And then you also get... Special Manaphy egg for, for pre-ordering the game physically and digitally, I believe. Um, there's also 
you can get a um, platinum style in-game outfit for pre-ordering digitally and physically. There's um, if you have save data for Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, you get Mew, and then I think if you have let save data for Sword and Shield, you get Jirachi, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, uh, like, yes. They're giving you a lot of stuff up front, which is insane. Ah, uh, um, yes. Let's front load the game with all the powerful Pokemon, so you don't actually have to play the game. Well, whatever. To each their own. I'm surprised they're doing it, because they're both mythicals, and they don't usually do that so quick. And then they have a bunch of version-exclusive Pokemon that are leg that for legendaries after you beat the game that you can go and, and grab, which is cool. Um, was, this the one, was this the one that came out on DS originally, and you could go to like an island immediately at the beginning and get a Victini or something? Or was that mm, black and white? Victini isn't black and white. But no, this, is on the, this was on the DS. No. This is the first version... Pokemon that had like access to the internet. This this I gen. do recall I do recall that there was um a lot of content in this. I Oh yeah, there's I a like, lot of content like even without well. the even without the fact that they're not adding in like well uh unofficially officially confirmed that they're not adding in the platinum content. I say unofficially because a lot of people got it early and then they added a patch to add a bunch of stuff in so people were like withdrawing their criticisms because there was, a, this there a, was game? a day one patch. Was this a game that was missing the ending because Nintendo was like, we don't want to have stuff leak anymore, so we don't right. even have the ending yep. in it? And we they, didn't, they, <laughs> they, didn't have the, they didn't have the intro movie or the beginning movie in the game until the patch. because And so people who got it earlier were like, what the heck, there's a lot of stuff missing. And like the music was missing halfway. Yep. And so I then they added a patch online, online was missing completely. Yeah. And then people were like, what the heck, there's nothing in here. And then they added a patch and everyone was like, oh, well, well, JK, it's actually pretty good now. And I'm like, well, yeah. obviously nothing is in there. If this tweet day keeps getting broken, Nintendo's going to put less in uh, uh, on the physical releases and puts everything in a day one patch. You know, but it can like already. Yeah, because you know, people just keep leaking it. They did the same thing with Sword and Shield. Um, I yeah. wish they would have thought about this. I guess they're going to maybe start doing it going forward, like you said. Yeah, they, they should, honestly, like. You know, it sucks in the long term because then it makes it so like, you know, future rate, future generations when you can no longer patch your games because their servers are offline, right? Like I'm talking years later. Yeah, um, but... It sucks for that. But like at the same time, people are going to get stuff early and leak it. Then, yeah, I don't blame them for waiting. Exactly. It just ruins it for everyone else, unfortunately. You picking um, this one up, I'm assuming? Yeah, I'm going to get the double pack physically. I'm going to see about maybe even getting a midnight release and streaming it. That'll be fun. Nice. I, um, I'm i hesitant about this because, you know me, I get Pokemon fatigue pretty easily. And yeah. I, I want to play um, Pokemon Legends Arceus. And that comes right. out in like, what, two months? So I don't want to, you know, buy Pokemon now and play that and then be like, yes, and I'm going to play Arceus and then walk five meters and be like, eh, I'm done. <laughs> well, I think there are different enough but i understand wanting to wait to be honest this one is a full scale you know full built out pokemon and since it's from gen 4 it still will have that old school feeling um whereas right. Ar arceus is almost like doing a pseudo open world so it's a little bit different that way and there's no battling other people so it's really just a single player experience for the most part and then you can trade but right. i understand maybe waiting you can always pick this up later it's not like they're going to go out of stock yeah, but but like you said, a lot of events might come up, you know, that might go down later on that I can't do anymore then. Um, well, I know for sure. I forget. Some, they do have time limits. You're right. Like the Manaphy one and some other stuff. I just don't remember the dates. 
I think they all expire after Arceus comes out, but I could be wrong. Mm. So I have about two months. Maybe I'll buy it and get the get the stuff and then just shelf it for a while. I mean, that's not a bad idea either. You know, you and I both know it's not going to go down in price until at least next Black Friday. Not even this one. Oh so. yeah. Oh, speaking of Black Friday, I might actually pick up Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. That's going down to twenty bucks. Is it? Where's it going down now? Everywhere. Uh, I I know on Switch it's going down to twenty. Oh, like on the eShop? No, 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 physical. Yeah, I'm saying where? Everywhere or like at Best oh, Buy? Oh, um, this was at Walmart. Okay, yeah. I might have to... I might do that. I mean, I have it on Game Pass, but it would be cool to have that portably. I know. Um, since I set my Switch Lite up, I need to buy a micro SD for it, like a small one. I'm not going to buy like a huge one for it because I'm not putting <laughs> every game on it. I'm just going to put games I'm currently playing because it just makes sense. Because it's only, you know... Um, handheld anyway. So I made it my primary, and I was playing it, and I just like that I can, like, use the cloud saves, and so I was playing Shimagami Tensei on it, and then I would switch my to my um, dock and just download the cloud save and continue playing, and I was mm -hmm. like, wow, it's not that bad. I know, cool. the cloud save downloading is so fast, and yeah, if the, if the bite is the one you're planning to carry with you most, you should definitely make that the primary one, because uh, like I said, your primary one you can play your, ga uh, your digital games on, while Without on the go, yeah, and you cannot do that with your secondary, you know, third tier. Yeah, that's why I figured together. it would make sense um, to do. And like I said, I'm not going to put every single game I own on it because that would be insane. But uh, yeah. I'm going to put like just what I'm playing. And for games that don't have cloud save, you can still do the transfer save data, which takes slightly longer, but at least there's still an option. So like for games like right. Pokemon, I can play them on my light and then just do the full transfer over to my desk, my um, OG Switch. And yeah, it's so nice. Um, that's pretty much it for me. I know it's kind of a short episode, but yeah, that's uh, pretty much it for me too. Um, what I'm looking forward to, like I said, uh, next week, the the new Asterix game is coming out digitally. Yeah, and then the week after that, I believe we have Beyond a Steel Sky, which you know me, I like point and click adventure games, and that's a new one coming out, the sequel to Beneath a Steel Sky, which I actually beat for the first time not too long ago. There you go. Yeah, I mean, as far as physical releases, I don't have too many left I'm going to get this year. After Batman and Pearl, it's, um, it is Maiden of Blackwater, mm -hmm. uh, Brain Age, the, the Brain Age game, because I like those and whatever. And um, Danganronpa. I think those are the only three left I'm getting physically. Oh, yeah, Danganronpa. And then um, if I see like something on sale on Black Friday that I like that I don't have, maybe I'll grab that. But I'm not. Most of the games I'm getting are now for 2022, which isn't a bad thing because I have to catch up on everything I've been buying. Yeah, for 2022 so far, from the top of my head, there is Advance Wars, there is um, Kirby, there is Pokemon, um, Pokemon Arceus, and Mar Mar Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Splatoon 3, I mean. That one too. Bayonetta. Nah. And um, there's Printy Presents Volume 2. I know I'm going to get that because I got the first one. And it has cool then, games in it. And of course, whatever else I'm going to announce at, at all the Nintendo Directs next year, it's going to be crazy again. It's going to be a crazy year again. It's never going to up. And we have the Game Awards to get through, and they're definitely going to show something there. Oh, Breath of the Wild 2, obviously. Yeah, they'll probably show that. Yeah, Nintendo's not going to let up anytime soon right now. All right, well, that's it for All me right. this week. That's it for me.
All right, Dave, thanks again. We just hit episode 30. What a milestone. Always a pleasure talking to you, and I'll see you next week for more Nintendo fun. Next milestone I'm looking forward to is the one-year anniversary, and we'll see you next week. Thanks again. Bye.